morning. Good Monday. Hello. How is everyone doing? Welcome back to the podcast. So today we are going to be staying in the Dominican Republic. Um, like I said, I was there for four weeks and today we're going to be talking about some little stories from certain areas. Now, I told you guys last week that the Dominican Republic, I did a work away there. I was a receptionist at a hostel and I didn't have the best experience. My first two weeks, I didn't make any friends, but my second two weeks were absolutely amazing. Um, so I kind of got the 50-50. I got both vibes of what it's like to be a solo traveler, like the bad side and then, of course, the good side. So we're going to be going to a few different places today. Um, the first place we're going to be going, and they're all around Cabarete, which is where I stayed. Um, and I say that, I say that with an accent because, like... I, you could say it without and it'd just be cabarete, but like, come on. It's so much more fun to say with an accent, cabarete. <laughs> um, anyways, uh, so first place we're going to be going is Playa Encantro. Now, this beach was the surfer beach by cabarete. It was like, um, probably a 10, 15 minute drive from cabarete and you could take a, what's called a Wawa to get there which is basically a taxi that picks up anyone. It's this giant, well, not giant, it's this, like, minivan that's supposed to fit, like, 10 people, but instead they make 30 people fit. So you're absolutely scrunched, you're in the car with a bunch of locals, but why people do it is because it only costs, like, anywhere from 50 cents to $1.50 to get anywhere. Um, Well, not, I don't want to say anywhere. The further you go, the more you pay, but it's still the cheapest mode of transportation in the Dominican Republic. So, first time I went to Playa Encantro, the French people that I lived with invited me to go out with them. So, like I said, I brought up in the last podcast, like, individually, they were all really cool. I was actually friends, I would say I was friends with each one of them individually. It was just when they got in a group, and then they were all speaking French, and, like, they were just kind of clicky, and I don't know. But they invited me to go out with them. And, of course, it's my first week in the Dominican Republic. I was like, yeah, let's go. Like, for sure. Like, I'm trying to make friends. So I go to Playa Encantro with them. And there's this party happening there. Now, the Dominican Republic, this is over the time of COVID. This is last July. There was a curfew. And I want to say the curfew was at, like, 11 p.m. So there's a curfew. And we'd have to wait, just like we did in Puerto Rico, and then we'd all go out after curfew. (laughs) And the thing about the Dominican Republic that's really interesting, and I've never seen this before I went to DR, is that the police were kind of debunked in the the sense that if you got caught after curfew, you could bribe them with money to get out of it. And I've never seen something like this before. Um, I knew it happened in other places, but I've never been able to firsthand experience it until on our way to this party, We got pulled over and the cop came up to the window and he started talking to our driver and I think we booked like an Uber or something and the Uber driver just gave him like $5 and the guy had it out. And that's the crazy thing about third world countries is, and it's not just the Dominican Republic, I'm sure this happens like all over the world, but they aren't able to make as much money as a US citizen or like other countries. So they just take that money and they run with it. And they're like, well, have a good night. Don't do it again. Be safe. And then they go. And it's absolutely crazy. I was 
so shocked when they told me that they bribed the police officer. But we headed to this party. And at this party, it was like a bar. I got a drink. Um, Like I said in previous podcasts, sure, I'm not 21. So when I'm saying I'm drinking all the time, you have to remember that this is abroad where you can drink at 18. So I was not being illegal, just for the record. (laughs) But I got myself a drink at this bar. And I started like talking to everyone. Um, When I get under the influence, (laughs) I get really, really social. I think as does most people. And I was absolutely just wanting to be friends with everyone. This night, I ordered a mojito and literally it hit so fast. I want to say the whole day though, I didn't eat much, but I might not have even had like a solid meal that day. But I was eating on, like, an empty stomach. Well, I was drinking on an empty stomach, and that mojito slapped me in the freaking face. And next thing you know, I wanted to be everyone's friend. I was literally walking around, and I'm like, hola, hola, and I'm not kidding. So, it's my first night out with these French people, and they just see this little American girl walking around, little blondie, going up to everyone and being like, you know, a good way to make friends in DR is you just got to walk up to anyone and say, hola. And I did. And the funny thing is, is it worked. (laughs) But this was my first experience out with these French people. So keep that in mind. They're getting this impression of me like she can't handle her alcohol. When she's drunk, she's kind of obnoxious. And I don't know if we want to take this girl out again. Because they they were like thinking that they were going to have to babysit me all night. So that night, it was like a lot of fun. And that night, I also met this guy that I was absolutely so attracted to. I mean, if you know, I think his name's Jay Oliveres or something like that on Instagram. He looked just like that guy, but like his little brother, like a a little version of him. And I was so drawn to him. We kept making eye contact at this bar and eventually he came up to me. And he started a conversation and I remember we talked about like actual things. Like it was not just a, oh, where are you from? How long are you going to be here? Ooh, are you single? Like it was not like that. It was, we talked about like religion and we talked about our outlook on life. And this was my first ever time talking to this guy and I was so like drawn to him and I developed the biggest crush on him. So Paint, I'm going to paint you guys a picture of this guy because he was gorgeous. I mean, he was, he wasn't super tall. He was like five, seven. He had tan skin. He had long curly hair that's like brown and it had blonde highlights from the sun. He just, he was an absolute surfer dude and he did surf and I believe he was really good. I was, I was just looking at him like, how are you into me? Like you are oh my gosh, you were through the roof, like, so hot. So, I developed this huge crush on this guy. And then, while all that's happening that night, like I said, I was being super obnoxious, and the French were kind of looking at me like, we're not taking you out again. (laughs) So, I didn't get the best reputation. Um, (laughs) And the next week, they decide that they're going to go out again. And they invite me again to go out. So surprise, surprise, I got invited a second time. And I was like, sure, why not? I'm not doing anything tonight. So we go back to Playa Encantro. And when we do, uh, 
my my French friends weren't wanting me to drink because the first week I kind of proved, well, I didn't prove, but I couldn't handle my alcohol well because I was drinking on an empty stomach. So they, they all told me, like, they, I all heard them, like, li- whispering to one another and saying, like, okay, everyone watch Brooke. Like, make sure she only has, like, one drink, no more. Like, I heard them saying that, and I was like, what the frick are they talking about? And and then this night, I did, I did not drink on an empty stomach. I had food all day, whatever. So I go to this party with them. I get a drink, and after the first drink, I go up for a second. And when I do... My, uh, one of the French girls stops me and she's like, no, 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 like, let's just dance. And I was like, <laughs> uh, what? <laughs> and I, I told her like, uh, I was almost going to say her name, but I feel like I shouldn't. Um, let's see. I, Louisa. Sure. <laughs> I don't know. That just came to me. So I told her, I'm like, Louisa, I, I'm, I'm fine. Like I can handle. And she's like, no, no, it's, it's fine. Like, why don't you take a break? Like, why don't you get one like in an hour? And I was like, Louisa, I am 20 years old. Like, (laughs) I can make my own decisions. And she was, like, just absolutely not wanting me to. So, I kind of was standing there for a while, and I really wasn't vibing. Because you know when you're the only sober person, and you're at a party, and everyone's being stupid, and you're just... It's like watching toddlers. If you're the only drunk one, it is not fun. So, I told her, Louisa, like, I... I want to go get a drink. And she was like, no, 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 no. I don't want you to because last time you couldn't handle your alcohol. And now I feel like, and she was a mom friend. She was like, I feel like I have to watch you. So (laughs) I decide, you know what? I'll listen to Louisa and I won't drink and whatever, like freaking screw Louisa. So, (laughs) and I mean, she had good intentions. She did. So I don't want to give her too much shit, but we, the night is going on and guys are starting to come up to me and I am sober. I had one drink and that's not enough. (laughs) Like if I, if I want to like be tipsy, I got to at least have three. The one night, the mojito, that just hit too hard. Like I said, empty stomach. So these guys are coming up to me and they're like, why aren't you dancing? Like, why aren't you like going crazy? And I don't need drinks to dance and have a good time, but I just was in kind of a mood because I was like, Louisa doesn't want me to drink. So, whatever. (laughs) So, I told one of the guys that I'm like, she doesn't want me to drink even though I'm sober. And he was like, oh, okay, I got you. I saw him go up to the bar, get a drink. And I saw him do this. He did not mess with my drink. Then he came back and he gave me a drink. And I was like, I freaking love you. So, he was so cool. And then she saw me with a drink in my hand. (laughs) And she was like, Brooke, like, who got her that drink? And then she told the guy, like, she can't handle her alcohol. You need to go take that from her. And, like, it was the most annoying thing ever. Oh my gosh, it was so annoying. Anyways, that same night. And as the night went on, Louisa was like, okay, I can see you're having a bad time. Go drink. As if she's my mom. Anyways, so I I did end up getting hammered as the night went on. And you'll hear about that once I'm, like, start talking about it. But, So I am finally able to drink. I go up, I get more drinks, and I'm starting to feel the alcohol and have, like, a good time, finally, after, like, two hours of being sober. (laughs) As if that's going to kill me, but still. (laughs) So I see my surfer boy crush, and I'm absolutely, like, in awe. And I'm like, tonight is the night. I'm going to go make a move on him. So I go to walk up to him, and right when I do, 
I see him take his shirt off and start dancing with these three other girls. And right when he did that, I lost complete interest. Funny thing about me, like, if you show any, and I mean any, interest in my friends or anyone else that's not me, I have no interest in you. Like, I don't care if you're hot. I don't care if you have a great personality. If you show any interest in anyone and you tell me about it or you show that interest while you're around me, I will not, I will lose interest. I don't know how or why I'm like that, but I do not like when, I don't know. I just, I like being the only one that someone wants, as does probably anyone. But I'm really, like, affected when I see people that I like and they go for others. Like, I'm not affected in the way that's like, oh my gosh, I wish that was me. But I'm affected in the way that's like, okay, now I just don't like you. Like, now I I lost interest. So, right in that moment, I lost interest in Surfer Boy. And I saw that he saw me. What? (laughs) One second. I'm going to pause the podcast. Sorry, guys, I normally never pause the podcast, but my mom just called me into the other room. So, anyways, let's go back to the story. Where uh, where was I? So, like I said, I said, uh, I saw him make eye contact with me, and I know that he saw me, and I saw him, and I know that he saw me, saw him dance with other girls and take off his shirt. And I think he thought that I was easier than I am. Because I think he assumed, like, oh, she's here. Like, because we were texting earlier that day saying, like, we're both going to be at this party later. And then I saw him dance with the other girls and take his shirt off around them. And I could just tell with his vibe that he was interested in them. So I, (laughs) call her daddy, came out of me. I went up to this random guy, grabbed his hand, pulled him into the middle of the dance floor. And I say dance floor, but it was really, like we were outside, but still, it was, like, everyone was dancing in, like, this mosh pit, but I grabbed him, and I pulled him in close, and I started dancing with this boy, and making out with this poor boy, (laughs) and I say poor boy because, well, you'll hear, like, let's just continue the story, so I start making out with him, and kissing him, and we're dancing, and we're having a great time, and I'm absolutely, and I'm doing this solely for the attention of surfer dude. You know, like, I never saw, what is that show that everyone's obsessed with? Uh, Euphoria. I never saw Euphoria until recently, like, I was super late to the game, but you know when, what is their names? The two really toxic characters that are, like, in a relationship? How can I not think of this right now? Well, you know when they look at each other and they're, like, dancing with other people and they're, like, making eye contact while they're doing it just to make the other person jealous? I had kind of a moment like that. I was dancing with this boy. He was from the Middle East, I believe, or something like that. Maybe Israel. He was from over there. And he was talking to me. And this poor boy, I was using him for the attention of this other guy. So... After that situation, I was done with Surfer Dude, and I had no feelings for him, even though he was so hot, and we had that moment the one night, I realized he's just a player, and he's from the Dominican Republic. He probably just takes advantage of these tourist girls, and I don't want to be one of them. So, anyways, I, this boy that I dance with, we're gonna call him kite surfer because that's what he did he was a kite surfer so I went from normal surfer to kite surfer (laughs) so this boy that I pulled in to start dancing with me and macking with me 
um, as time went on, like, that night, I gave him my information. First mistake. Um, (laughs) because I was like, why not? And it was also for the attention of the other guy. Like, Surfer saw me give my information to Kite Surfer. So, he was kind of, like, pissed. (laughs) So, I give him my information, and the next few weeks, I get nothing but calls and texts from this dude who is absolutely obsessed with me. Um, I never really met up with that guy again, and I feel bad because I just kind of ghosted him at that after that night because I used him solely for the attention of Surfer. Happens. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> but yeah, that was uh, very interesting. And that night, this is how drunk I was. Katie, if you're listening, I'm sorry. <laughs> so that night, I went pee. And I was like, ooh, this is funny. I'm going to send a video to my group chat. So I get on Snapchat and I'm peeing outside by these cars because like there was no bathrooms. So I have to go pee so bad. You know, I had to break the seal. I go pee. I'm behind these cars and I'm videoing like my night. Like last summer, I'd send so many videos to my friends and be like, I love you guys. I'm drunk. (laughs) Ha ha. Love life. And that's pretty much what I did. I sent them, like, a 20-second video just saying, like, oh my gosh, so drunk, having the best night ever. And in that video, I, um, I went to pull up my pants towards the end of the video, right? And when I did that, I did it in a hurry because I thought someone was coming. So I had my phone and I had it where in my hand as I was pulling up my pants (laughs) and when I did that they got a show for it was not even a full second it was a show for like a millisecond it and it had to be like a millisecond like that's not exaggerating and saying that it's shorter than it was it was literally like that fast but they got a show and most of them didn't even realize most of them like when they watched it 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 like it was questionable on if they saw anything but you know most of them assumed that they didn't because it was so fast but my friend Katie I got back and she was like dude you know that you sent your crotch the to the whole friend group right and I was like uh no no way and I I debated with her for a while because I didn't think I did and then when I slowed down the video and I mean slowed down the video you could see it in the video. So I'm sorry, Katie, for lying and telling you that you couldn't see anything, but you could. It was only like a split second and you barely saw much, but you could still see it. So I'm sorry for scarring you, Katie, but that's how drunk I was is that night. I accidentally sent my crotch to the freaking friend group. Um, now there's another story. This is, I don't know where this was at, uh, but this is kind of a personal story about the Dominican Republic. Um, I went to the beach one day. Like I said, my first two weeks weren't great. I would just go to the beach and as much as I love the beach, you know, still didn't have the best time because I was alone, had no friends, but I'd go to the beach. I'd grab a book that I was reading, um, and I would read it for a few hours before my shift every single day. And as boring as it sounds, it was actually really nice. So, I and I'd bring my beach blanket to lay on. So, one day, I went to the beach and I 
laid down my beach blanket. I was just chilling, minding my own business, sitting in the shade. And I was also sitting near this beach club, but it was like, it was like a hangout club. Like everyone hung out at that club, especially at night um, in the, and in the evenings, even during the day. So there was hammocks, there's a speaker, there's volleyball, there's a pool. It was, and there's like a bar. It was a really nice hangout club that you could just go to whenever. You did not have to be exclusive or anything to go to it. So I went over there so I could get in like the shade. Laid down my blanket, started reading, and I read for a little bit. And I had this volleyball come my way because there was a whole bunch of guys playing volleyball. And it came towards me. So as a polite person that I try to be, I stood up and I ran over and got the volleyball for him because, you know, it came towards me. And I threw it back. And the guy I threw it to kind of gave me a look and he was like, thank you. And I was, <laughs> I was like, you're welcome. And he was pretty cute. So that was just that. I kind of, I knew like just based off that, like, you know, those two words, like just, just based off the vibe that we had when I handed it to him, like, I kind of knew there was something there. So I kind of like kept looking over there. He kept looking over here. I heard them like talking about me and I was just minding my own business reading underneath this tree. And next thing you know, the volleyball kept coming over to my tree. It came over like a couple more times. So I was kind of like, huh, why is this volleyball like keep coming over here? Like this is a little, a little weird that it keeps occurring. So at that point I knew, you know, they were purposely sending it over to me. So I'd stand up, get it, throw it back. And pretty soon their game ended and he came up to me and he's like, Hey, can I buy you a drink? So I felt like this really good tension with him. And I was like, you know what? Like everyone was this guy's friend. I mean, everyone. So I was like, sure. And so I let him buy me a drink. And the thing about this guy is I thought we were going to hit it off more than we did. We talked a little bit, but it was very basic conversation. This one was like, hey, where are you from? How long? Are you going to be here? Are you single? It was like the basic conversation. And then there was moments of silence and it was just kind of awkward. And then to kill the awkwardness, he's like, hey, let's go exploring. Like I'm from the area. I could show you a really cool place. And a big thing in the Dominican Republic is motorcycles. Everyone has a motorcycle pretty much in the Dominican Republic if they're a resident because they're cheaper than cars and they get around really nice. And honestly, it's just like a vibe. Like, I love I love the whole vibe of motorcycles. So he was like, we can get on my motorcycle, which I think they call them motorbikes or something. But he's like, let's go on my motorbike and I'm going to take you to this river. And it's so cool. So I'm like, <laughs> I'm wild. I'm really wild, guys. So I was like, you know what? Sure. Did I just meet you? Yeah. Did we just have a drink together? Yeah. But sure. So I decided, you know what? I'm not doing anything with the rest of my day. I've already worked or whatever. So I go with this guy. We do need a nickname for this guy. So let's call him, let's call him Johnny, even though that is totally off from his name. <laughs> so, Johnny, he, I get on the back of his motorcycle and he drives me like 20 minutes away and we go to this river and it is nothing special, honestly. It's like this brown river 
it like leads into the ocean like the ocean's like right there and i'm kind of like huh this is interesting so he's like let's go swimming and i was like sure why not let's go swimming so we go inside this river and we swim a little bit like we don't get too far in i don't like the vibe that it's brown you know i don't like not being able to see underneath me in the water but i go a little bit in and then he takes me and he starts kissing me and i i liked him so i was like why not i'll kiss you back like yolo <laughs> that's kind of like the vibe i i have is i don't think kissing's a big deal i think like when it starts leading to more it is but it's only as big of a deal as you make it um and i don't think kissing is that big of a deal so i kiss him back and then one thing leads leads to another and there's people around let me just say that there is people around there is boats going by but one thing leads to another and he really wants to hook up and he starts like pulling down his pants and i was like no johnny (laughs) i hate saying that but no johnny like i don't want to and right when i was telling him no and i told him no several times i was like no i don't want to no and he puts it in and i'm talking about this because i feel like this is really important this situation taught me to stand my ground 100 percent um i i was telling him no i liked him before this uh but I told him I didn't want to hook up. I told him that I, I, I usually only hook up with people if I like really, 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 really like them and vibe with them. And this guy was not giving me that vibe where I really, really, really liked him. But here's what happened. So he puts it in and I automatically felt like worthless. I was like, really? Like he didn't listen to me and like, I don't know. And he starts like, nonchalantly stroking as people are going by and I told him like I don't want to but then this is what happened in my brain and I'm also bringing this up because of this factor my brain was telling me well he just added another body to your list so might as well make it count and that is the most fricked up thing I've ever thought but that's what I did I he said let's leave and go to my place and I was like yeah, why not? So I went back to his place. This is like, I'm so sorry if you clicked on this and you were thinking it's going to be something like sweet, but I feel like I need to talk about this experience. I could just leave this out of the, the Dominican Republic episodes because it was, it was an experience that I could definitely leave out and just forget about, but I feel like I really need to bring it up. So this guy, he, um, like I said, he didn't listen to me. Then we went back to his place because my mind was thinking like, well, he's, he's now officially on your body count list because of those like couple strokes. So I might as well make it count. (laughs) So I go back to his place, we hook up and his place is not very nice. Nothing against his place, like nothing against his place at all. Um, because most people in the Dominican Republic that are residents and not from their uh, well, not, well, that are from there and not just there because they're retiring or whatever. Most people there don't have a lot of money. So we were, he had like dirt floors and he had a one bedroom, like apartment, but his, his apartment just consisted of a bedroom and a bathroom, both of which weren't very nice. Um, but it was okay. I didn't even like judge that. Um, we hooked up and... I 
I just I just waited kind of for it to get over and then after it was over I went to the bathroom and I was in there for a few seconds like alone and I felt you know disgusting I felt so like I just don't like the feeling of after a hookup especially when it's about well with someone that you don't care about but then I came back out and he was playing music and he's like let's dance and that got me feeling better (laughs) as though I don't even want to say he's trashy sure he should have listened to me he shouldn't have went further and that's that that's just facts if someone tells you no it means no freaking watch the teeth video (laughs) but I don't know this is a really personal episode uh I should have gave, like, a fair warning. I didn't know I was really gonna lead to this, but I didn't look at the notes before this, and then I just was going down, and I was like, oh, shoot, I have to talk about this. I don't know. That was that. I went back to the, uh, hostel later after we got done jamming out for probably a good half an hour after, and his parents were right outside, and they made me feel even more disgusting because they knew what just happened. Like, all of his family was sitting there, and I was, like, some gringa that they're bringing around. I don't know. I just, I was like, wow, I'm one of them. I just got used because I'm a tourist, and that's, I don't know. Anyways, that was that. It made me feel, it it definitely, it taught me how to stand my ground, and now, if I tell someone no, I freaking put them in their place, and I, I tell them no. Like, I don't let them. I will push. I'm not afraid to, like, push, shove, do whatever it takes. Like, I'm not going to let people do stuff to me that I don't want to be done. Um, so between bitch boy from Puerto Rico and Johnny (laughs) from Dominican Republic, I am taking that, I've taken that with me in the past year and I have really been open to communicating about what I don't want to happen. So sometimes it takes awful experiences for you to really learn that you can't just try to please everyone and you can't just not stand your ground because you're afraid you have to um now we're gonna talk about two more places really quick so next place we're gonna be talking about is playa alicia um that was about 20 minutes from where i stayed and i don't have many stories there i'm just gonna bring up this one day so there's one day i went there everyone said it was a beautiful beach which it is And I went there, I read on the beach, and I had these little kids from Russia come up to me. And they asked me if I'd play in the water with them. And I kind of looked over at their parents because nowadays you can't just do that. And the mom just kind of like nodded at me like, you're you're fine, like you can play with my kid. And I went in the ocean with these couple, like three different Russian kiddos. And I just did stuff like, you know, search for seashells and you know, raced in the water, as childish as that is, and it was so nice, because they, it was, like, a little piece of home. I feel like when I see little kids, when I'm abroad, it it reminds me of home, because I have so many little kids in my family, and I have that child, definitely a child uh, aspect to me, where I'm constantly trying to have fun. I will do anything to have a good time, and it was so nice. So that day happened and that's that. But one more story. So there's this place called Sosua. Um, it is also like 20 minutes from Cabarete 
and it's like the next town over. So I matched with this girl on, I want to say Tinder, and we started talking, and she was from New York, and she, oh my gosh, she was like, absolutely, like, she was so cute, um, but she was from New York, and she was like, hey, I'm actually leaving in a few days, and I was at, like, the two-week point on my trip, I, I was on my second week in the Dominican Republic, and she's like, um, if you want, uh, we can meet, meet up in Sasua because we're going to be over that way. And I know it's close to where you're staying and you can come hang out with my cousins and I for the day. So I was like, heck yeah, let's do it. I'm not doing anything. So I took a whole day. I got a Motoko show, went to Sasua and met, met this girl. And the funny thing about this girl is I, I barely really knew what she looked like, but I just knew that she had pink hair because she dyed her hair. So I was looking everywhere on the everywhere on this beach and this beach is not touristy. I was a total gringa. I mean, I was like walking up and down looking for this girl and I was the lightest person there by far and probably the only blonde. So I'm walking around and I finally see this girl off in the distance that has pink hair and I really take a shot in the dark and I'm like, "Oh no. Is this her?" So I walk up, I get closer and she's with this group of people and she's turned facing the other way. So I cannot see her face. And I want to say I threw a shoe at her, but I can't really remember if I did, but I did something. And then she turned around and she was like, Hey, and with my luck, it was her. So I ended up spending the day with her in Sasua. We were on the, like at the beach all day, literally from dusk till dawn. Um, at one point we got on a boat ride and her cousins went tubing and me and her were in the boat and this boat was absolutely crazy. Like, I think I left that boat with like bruises (laughs) because of how bumpy it was. Um, but we got in the ocean, we macked in the ocean and it's funny because we're two girls, like I'm bisexual. So it's funny because like I saw people like looking at us and they were just kind of like, Like, what are you, I don't know, I don't think it's, like, big to be bisexual or, like, not bisexual, but be in, like, the LGBTQ community in the Dominican Republic. I could be wrong, but I, we just, we definitely got looks, (laughs) Um, but we made out in the ocean. That was so much fun. Literally, all I could taste, though, and all she could taste is salt water. Like, the the waves just kept hitting us, and we made jokes about it, but she was so freaking cool. Um she was so cool. Like, I'd hang out with her again. Uh, and her cousins were really cool, too. They were all so much fun to hang out with. And at the end of the night, I went back my way. She went back to her place. She was staying in Puerto Plata, I believe, if I remember correctly. And I was staying in Cabarete. And she might have been further. I don't know. But she was like, dude, I'll get you an Uber and (laughs) you can come here. But I had to work the next morning, so I couldn't. So why I'm saying this, the, the the big kicker on this story, and I don't know still to this day if this is true or not, but a little while passed after I was home, like months passed, and I saw that she posted about having a girlfriend, and you know, I'm a girl, so of course I clicked on this girl's page. I was like, who is this girl? And it looks like that they might have been dating when I hung out with this girl in the Dominican Republic. And I'm not going to say anything. I'm usually a snitch, but, like, I'm not with travel stuff. Like, that's their business. But 
there's a chance she had a girlfriend. <laughs> like, and if she did, I if the girlfriend ever finds this, I'm sorry, but I made out with your girlfriend in the ocean in Sasua. And I did. I was not aware if she had a girlfriend. She did not mention anything about it. So, not my fault, but rip. So, <laughs> that is the take on the podcast this week. Also, that squeaking is, I'm sitting on, like, look, I can do it again. Like, <laughs> the squeaking is, I'm sitting on this massage chair. And it keeps wanting to fall, so I keep having to push it back. But anyways, um, I hope that you guys did enjoy this podcast. And I'm sorry that it got a little deep. It got a little emotional. But this was all about my first two weeks in the Dominican Republic. So, like I said, not much happened in DR. It was more, it was more of a place for growth. I grew so much, I, (laughs) what am I saying? I grew so much and I learned so much over that month. But that was my first two weeks. So, those were the two weeks where I absolutely hated it there. And those were my highlights where, you know, it wasn't so bad. Uh, the next episode is going to be on the second two weeks of why I loved it there. Um, so stay tuned for that. When you guys are listening to this, uh, if you listen to it today, I'm actually flying out to Ontario, Canada. I'll be in Canada tonight. Um, eh? (laughs) So, uh, yeah, what's up with my, uh, any Canadians listening? I know I have, um, at least two listeners from Canada or something, because I have a small percentage that is from Canada. Anyways, I hope that you guys have an amazing week, and I will see you guys next week with a brand new podcast.